Welcome to the Sensibly Speaking Podcast. This is Chris Shelton, the critical thinker at large, coming at you uh, with much uh, going through my head right now, (laughs) Uh, which we're going to go over. Uh, First off, this this podcast is available on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, as well as with video here on YouTube. I have a couple visual aids for you this week. Uh, which we'll be going over in just a moment. So I hope you're going to be able to get a chance to see this on YouTube. Uh, but for those of you who are listening only, I will, I'll describe what I'm talking about here. It won't be that big of a loss for you to not see what I'm showing. Um, I have spent the last two days at the Denver International Flat Earth Conference. And it has been quite a learning experience, let me tell you. Um I went there to learn. I did not go there to antagonize or give anybody a hard time or engage or argue or debate or anything like that. I went there to learn. Uh, And I'll give you a little bit of background on all of this and how this came about. I I think it was about a year and a half ago or so, there was an article in the Denver Post about flat earthers meeting here in Denver. First, I'd been hearing about it, and it was up in Fort Collins. And I might have mentioned this in some point on a podcast or in a video before, but I got curious about it. And I went up there and I actually uh, sat in that meeting. The Denver Post's story had indicated that there was a very large group of flat earthers who were up there. And I thought, wow, this will be interesting. Uh, I think the numbers they were talking about, like 50 or 100 or something, I mean, a lot of people. Well, I went up there and the meetup had about nine folks show up. One of them was a reporter for another, uh, for, a, for a news media uh, source, a local paper. And then there was me, and I wasn't a flat earther, and I just kind of sat down and shut up. I just listened for about two hours. I just carefully sat there and just kind of didn't really contribute to the conversation much. I just listened to what they had to say. And then I got a little interested in a couple things, and I asked some questions and started asking people about their education, about their background, how they got involved in it, what convinced them to believe in Flat Earth. And I talked to a couple people about that, and it was pretty clear also through the conversation what was motivating them to believe in this. It had to do with religious fundamentalism. It had to do with conspiracy theories. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. So I... Um, have seen, you know, since then, I've seen some more videos. I've produced a couple videos about Flat Earth. Uh, I got into this because somebody actually wrote me and asked me, please, Chris, get into this. It looks like it's a growing movement and needs some pushback. Well, I thought the Flat Earth is the lowest hanging fruit of critical thinking. And, uh, you know, anybody with two gray cells to rub together should be able to see that this is the most ridiculous assertion and claim in the world. But apparently that is not the case. So I did a couple videos. I did one called The End of Endless Flat Earth Videos, and I think I did one before that about denialism because I found in looking into what flat earthers are doing and how they're thinking that there's an awful lot of denialism going on. And I'll link uh, uh, to that video uh, below on the show notes because I I, I think I've said some some good stuff there, and I don't want to repeat myself. 
Um, but I'm sure, I'm sure in the course of this I will. So first off, let me show you guys some of what I got. I got some goodies from this thing, uh, and they're kind of fun. I got this just to prove that I did do this. This is my name tag. Uh, it's the Flat Earth International Conference 2018. It's got my name, general admission. I was not able to get the VIP tickets. Turns out I didn't need to anyway. Uh, they were sold out, <laughs> which kind of surprised me. And then when I uh, got there, I found out why. Anyway, so the VIP tickets were supposed to get me front row. Well, I pretty much got front row anyway. And they were supposed to get me uh, to a dinner and speaking engagement. Not not me speaking, but with the with the the speakers. Uh, I was going to be you know trying to get some FaceTime with them. But during the course of the two days, I actually did get some FaceTime with them anyway, and got a chance to. And also, of course, listening to them speaking, I got a great deal of my questions answered as to how they got involved in it, why they find it so compelling, what convinced them that this was true. They they sort of talk about this when they're doing their presentations and stuff. So um, the the presentations are not overly cluttered with a lot of facts <laughs> or evidence. They just think they are. So there's an awful lot of, uh, like I said, denialism and uh, every other cognitive mechanism that I've ever discussed on my channel was on full display. Uh, but we'll we'll get into that. So uh, anyway, so this was my this was my name tag. I got a shirt. This was my uh, this is my flat Earth shirt. <laughs> so uh, I doubt that I will be wearing this much. Uh, I don't want to self-identify as a flat earther, but um, but it was kind of fun to get a free shirt. Uh, then there was some goodies in the goodie bag. Uh, Stranger's Guide to Flat Earth. 21 questions on YouTube. A little business card here that talks about that. And another, I got a refrigerator magnet uh, for Flat Earth University. Google Flat Earth Clues. And uh, there's this sort of little university symbol there. If you can sort of, I'll, I'll kind of see if you can see that there. All right, kind of autofocus. There we go, back on me. And there, I got a Flat Earth podcast uh, bookmark. Google Flat Earth Clues again, right? And then there was uh, this um, uh, product catalog. There, was, there were merch sellers there. And uh, this catalog from Sacred Word Publishing. Uh, I'm uh, able to get such amazing titles as... The Flat Earth as Key to Decrypt the Book of Enoch. Uh, then there's another book, Paradise, Sides of the North and the Mount of Congregation. Um, Zetetic Cosmogony is another book. Uh, Flat Earth Chronicles, I guess some fiction work uh, along this for young adults, and uh, we'll talk about that too. Um, Global versus Flat Earth Debate. The Book of Earths, uh, it's plural. Uh, Testament of the Patriarch and the Prophets. Uh, the Aramaic and Palestinian Targum. Boy, there's just a, a slew of, of books here. Great, all of this based on biblical scripture and ancient manuscripts and, and uh, translations that I'm sure are riddled with error and all kinds of other nonsense that this stuff is is based on. Uh, then there's the there's the uh, program for the two days that I was there, and I thought you might be amused and interested in some of the titles of the workshops and seminars that were given. That I sat through a lot, most of this, not all of it, but certainly a good chunk. There was the um, the kickoff uh, yesterday morning. 
Testing the Globe, a Zetetic Investigation. A guy named Rob Skiba put that together. He's apparently a kind of a big wig in the, fat, in the flat earth community. Uh, he's also an extreme religious fundamentalist. I think he's from Texas. Flat Earth 101 by Nathan Thompson, another one of these extremists. He's a, he's a big uh, flat earth activist. He likes to go out and stand on street corners and preach the good word and try to convince people uh, through rational, uh, what he thinks is rational argument. Uh, you know, they, they have learned a few things, and they were talking about flat earth activism and how you go about changing hearts and minds. And some of the points they were saying were certainly true enough. It was very, very difficult for me to, um, to listen to these people present themselves as critical thinkers and yet be twisting and distorting every principle of critical thinking in how they go about testing claims and looking at evidence and what they accept as their standard of evidence. It's, it was very difficult for me to uh, sit and listen to that. Um, Flat Earth and the Moon... Uh, oh, gravity. They do, not, they do not believe in gravity. Gravity is a theory. Uh, so that's, that was a big deal for them. Uh, they have a laundry list of pot- potential reasons and causes for things sticking to the surface of the earth. And they refuse to uh, concede that there is anything called gravity. And they like to take quotes out of context from Neil deGrasse Tyson and Bill Nye and other people about gravity because... Uh, And by out of context, I mean that Neil deGrasse Tyson does say that we do not understand what causes gravity. And that is a true statement at its core. But to say that we don't know what gravity is, what its effects are, that we can't measure or sense these things or predict how gravity works, that's all false. And yet that's what the flat earthers run with because they think that Neil deGrasse Tyson, oh, they... They really hate that guy. There was endless numbers of slams on him. What they call uh, flat smacking. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody is they when they flat smack you. That's when they uh, hit you with a truth bomb about the about the flat Earth. There were the globe busters. Uh, they they showed up. These were a crew of people who present themselves like the Ghostbusters, but they're the globe busters. And uh, and they it was funny. They all come out in these little white coats, and they call uh, lab coats their their cloaks of credibility. And uh, they put those on and and present, position themselves as though they know what they're talking about. And they were just as laughably horrible as as every other speaker there. Then there was Biblical Cosmology. Uh, That was by Zen Garcia. He was the person who actually wrote most of those books, or maybe all those books, I don't know, from Sacred Word Publishing that I was just reading you the titles of. of. Flat Earth Activism. Uh, Let's see here. Women in Flat Earth. That was some panel that was put on by women. I I didn't go to that because that was in the other room, and I was... Uh, uh, instead, I was focused on um, another one called Action to Affect the Outcome. This was a guy named Daryl Marble who was speaking about how what, what activist actions can be taken and experiments you can do in order to promote Flat Earth. Uh, then there was, this was one I missed, there was uh, Flat Earth with the Scientific Method. I actually wish I'd seen that one. And then... I actually skipped out last night because there was a flat earth debate and I was going to stay and I was going to watch that. But then I looked up who was doing the debating. And this was uh, this guy, Rob Skiba, who had opened the conference and given this initial presentation. 
And he was, he's not a stupid person. Rob Skiba is, uh, runs a multimedia company. He does productions. He's, he's written books. I mean, he definitely has two gray cells to rub together. Uh, he's just a very selective skeptic. And uh, so he, and he's also, before he got involved in Flat Earth, he was a very, very extreme religious fanatic, I would say, in regards biblical literacy, or, or um, not literacy, but biblical um, literalness. He, he's, a, he's a literal biblical interpretive person. So, uh, so if the Bible says it, that's, that's, his, that's all it is. The conversation's over, right? That's, his, that's how, actually, that's what he said about his wife. He was a little bit, well, I need to look into this a little bit more, and then he proceeded to do so with the pretty much foregone conclusion that if it's in the Bible, well, it must be true. So every single fact and piece of information I look at must align with the Bible and the literal interpretation of the Bible, or it can't be true. And that, of course, if that's your the, your your starting place, then you are setting yourself up for nothing but scientific failure again and again and again. Uh, so then, so, oh yeah, so on this debate, he was going to be one of the debaters. And the other debater was this guy, uh, Robert uh, Sanginus. And I looked him up because I thought they had set up an actual real debate. No, they, they didn't. <laughs> uh, this guy, Sanginus, or Sanginus, or however you say his name, he um, is the maker or creator, producer of a movie called The Principle. And that the, the central idea there is that the Earth is not flat. The Earth is the center of the universe. So this was the debate that was between a flat earther and another guy who thinks that the Earth is in the center of the universe. I went, really? This, this, is, this is a farce. So I skipped out on that debate. Uh, so day two, which was today, I'm, I literally, I just got home, whipped out a little outline for this, and I'm, and I'm recording here. So I'm going to be doing a video later this week, uh, which will include a lot of this information that I learned. But there's some things I want to research before I get into some of the psychology and history and context of flat earth beliefs. So I'll be covering that in this later video. This is just kind of a, this video here that we're doing this podcast is just sort of a <laughs> I don't want to say it's a rant, but I'm kind of going on a roll here about these flat earthers because I've been immersed in this stuff for the last two days. And it was it was as though I had gone and immersed myself in Scientology again for another couple days. It was that level of uh, of kind of crazy thinking and and very irrational thinking that presents itself and and deludes itself into thinking that it is science-based, rational, evidence-based uh, thinking. So anyway, so that's kind of where my, my head's been for the last couple of days. So if I sound a little uh, random during this podcast, it's only because I'm sifting through so much nonsense that's been filed in my head here. As far as day two goes, though, for today, they were going to have a Q&A this morning, but the guy who was going to do the Q&A, Mark Sargent, had to skip out of town. So instead, I got treated to a briefing for an hour and a half by some guy named uh, Iru Landucci, who is an Argentinian flat earther. And he, it was amazing to me that he did a briefing for about an hour and a half on conspiracy theory. And how and where and why flat earth 
uh, or round Earth is pushed and where all this comes from. And and he involved UNESCO and the UN and all kinds of other organizations. NASA, of course, these guys are just absolutely hate NASA. Um, and I could not help but think of all the parallels between the briefing he was giving and the briefings I used to give when I was a when I was a Sea Org member, recruiting people into the Sea Org using this big conspiracy theory briefing, and I thought that was pretty unique to Scientology. Well, no, the flat earthers got it too, and they they've got this whole PowerPoint presentations, and I mean it was it was very very similar. And had I not already been down that rabbit hole and climbed my way back out through a lot of hard work and and learning. I might have fallen for some of this stuff. You know, there wasn't anything they said during these two days that ever made me doubt the validity of the globe Earth. I mean, I it, it's just, it, I know the science on it. I can't sit here and cite numbers to you or tell you how, how fast around the Earth is spinning or how fast it's going around the sun or anything, because those aren't the key pieces of information you need to have in order to understand that the Earth is a spherical object. Um, but they come down on people who don't know that stuff. They go, well, you don't know your science. I do. And so therefore, I know your model's wrong and my model is correct. And you don't even know your own model. So therefore, I don't have to listen to anything you say. I mean, it's, it's, it's really quite something. Meanwhile, they're, you know, denying inertia. So anyway, that briefing happened, and I just noted that that was very, very uh, parallel to Scientology. Then there was uh, Nathan Roberts doing a 14-plus ways the Bible says flat earth. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of tie-in to Scripture with these people, uh, way more than I had suspected there would be. When I went to the meeting in Fort Collins a year and a half ago, there was definitely Scripture being uh, quoted by a couple people who were there. But I got the idea it was kind of a 50-50 or you know 70-30 split or something, and that most people involved in it were involved because of the 9-11 truther information and kind of in an anti-Obama, anti-mainstream stance, anti-science stance, very conspiracy theory oriented. Um, but I hadn't. I found out at this conference that no, it's it's not a 70-30 split at all. It's more like a 98-2 split, where 98% of them are religious fundamentalists of some kind, and maybe 2% of them are not believers in in Jesus or in God or the scriptures. But even those people who don't believe in the religiosity of this um, do cite scripture as part of the reasons why they uh, back up their claims on flat earth. Uh, and I was told by some people that I was talking to that a number of atheists have been converted by going through this gateway of conspiracy theory into the scriptures and the scriptures and the conspiracy theory information convince them that there must be a creator and God must therefore be real and the Bible must therefore be real and therefore they must believe in God and blah, blah, blah. So that was very, very interesting. There are a number, there's no one path to becoming a flat earth believer. Uh, there's a number of gateways to it. You can be a religious believer and get in that way and go th and go through the conspiracy theory gate or which they call by the way the conspiracy fact gate <laughs> they don't call it conspiracy theory they say it's conspiracy fact 
Or you could be a conspiracy theorist and be all into the 9-11 stuff and the moon landings never happened, and then graduate up into the full ultimate conspiracy theory, which is flat Earth. Uh, all right. So anyway, as far as anything else happening today, I kind of checked out after I heard I, I cannot. Uh, anyway, I could only take so much of the same nonsense over and over and over again. So after about uh, three quarters of today's program, I just kind of hit the road and came back here to to make this podcast. And finally, in terms of my souvenirs, I've got this brochure here, this little threefold. Did you know Earth is flat? You've been brainwashed to not investigate. This is apparently something put out by the Flat Earth podcast and has top 10 flat Earth proofs. Show you some pictures here of this. Uh, so we've got here balloon, high altitude amateur balloon footage uh, shows a flat Earth. Uh, okay, and uh, they're really big, by the way, on no fisheye lenses. Absolutely, positively, do not use a fisheye lens under any circumstance in any way, shape, or form because it distorts everything you see and makes it all look round when it's really flat. And uh, this is a good one here. Number two, airplane dips its nose, question mark. An airplane traveling at 500 miles an hour would have to compensate a drop of 2,777 feet every minute to maintain cruising altitude without flying into space. Is this what we experience? And this is supposed to be some big gotcha question. <laughs> uh, the picture here shows the, shows the airplane flying over the curve of the Earth there. And, I, you know, uh, it's just kind of interesting how they really just don't get gravity or inertia or s scope size size is is something that doesn't seem to like scale doesn't they, they don't think well with scale or with 3d concepts i found in talking to a number of people that they were very two-dimensional thinkers they could understand things in two dimensions but when you added a third dimension to it it confused them they, they, they get very confused. This became really evident when I was seeing, when I was being shown um, pictures of uh, eclipses. They were explaining how the, how the eclipses and the shadow, or not eclipses, sorry, even just the shadow on the moon works. And there was a guy, for example, who took a camera and pointed it at a half moon and then went 180 degrees and showed that the sun was going down. So the sun's going down over here, and there's a half moon, and they say that the moon is lit up by the sun, but the sun just went down right over there. So clearly, that sun can't be lighting that moon. I mean, this is the kind of thinking going on here. If they, if they could project out a three-dimensional model, they could easily understand how the moon is reflecting the sunlight, and yet the Earth is not, you know, in the way. And, and you know, like you could kind of get a, a concept of this, but they're not able to do that. And this is this was sh being shown to me on a video during the conference as proof that the Earth must be flat because of this, you know, this contradiction. So this is kind of you know where the thinking lies. Um. So I wanted to go to this because, you know, people can I, people are probably watching this right now thinking, well, you could have learned all this by watching some of their videos. And I, and I did learn a lot of this by watching some of their videos as to why they think what they think. 
But I wanted to go talk to true believers, just like that was the reason I went to Fort Collins. I want you—you you can't engage with people on online and have easily rational conversations about things like this. These are very hot-loaded topics for these guys. And the name-calling starts right away. The two videos that I've produced about Flat Earth or having to do with that uh, had what I called a, a, a locust wave hit them of comments and, and insults and people telling me how I was a globetard and I needed to wake up and I was just one of the sheeple and I was stupid and any number of, of, of expletives to, you know, to, at me telling me what a moron I was for buying into the globe Earth. But I realized that a lot of those, or some of those people at least, are not actual flat earth believers. They're just trolls. They're just people having what they think is a good time uh, going around and insulting people on the internet. But when you go meet people in person, then you can actually interact in a reasoned, mannered, intelligent way and have honest conversations about it and get and solicit real information from them and get them to explain themselves. And that and that was that's really the only way to go about doing it. So that's why I uh, took one for the team on this one, because I tell you, man, uh, sitting through some of those workshops and stuff was was an extremely difficult exercise. Um it was just difficult to to not react to the 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 intense levels of denialism that I was uh, having to watch. Okay, so what did I learn? Well, I learned a few things. So I, I wrote some things down here. So let's go over some of this. First off, I was surprised. Um, for those of you, this was just sort of some some side interest, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Um, there's a guy, a YouTuber named Logan Paul. And he got himself into some trouble. I think about a year or so ago, he went. Uh, he was a. He's a YouTuber who goes out and does pranks and jokes and goofy videos. And um, some of them mean spirited, some of them not. I can't really say too much about the guy in terms of his content because I don't know a whole lot about it. I just know that um, he got in a lot of trouble because he went and did a video uh, at the in a forest in Japan where supposedly a lot of people go to commit suicide. And when they went into the forest, him and his crew, they there was a dead body hanging there. Some guy had just recently committed suicide. And Logan Paul decided that this would be a great opportunity to make fun of this and feature this on his channel. And that got him in a whole lot of trouble because, you know, that's not really appropriate under any context. So, uh, so I think he got banned from YouTube for a little while, but he's back on now. Anyway, his friend, uh, one of his crew members, told me, that one of his best friends or his best friend is a flat earther. And he'd been on Logan about it and talking to him about it. And so Logan Paul decided to go find out for himself. And he showed up at the conference and he was hanging out and talking to people and, and watching and learning and uh, doing videos and stuff. And this morning he decided to go on stage and say that he was coming out of the closet as a, you know, probably going to be a flat earther. You know, he was he was considering it, right? So I thought, wow, you know, that is, uh, this is a person who has millions of YouTube subscribers. Uh, so this guy coming out like that is not just stupid on his part, but it's grossly irresponsible as a public figure because there are people he influences just by what he says and does. And I think that when you're a public figure, you have a responsibility to speak the truth 
and to not mislead people or, you know, send them down the uh, crazy path to Nutso Town. And that's exactly what he's doing because he's going down that path himself. And uh, anyway, so I just thought I would make a mention of that because you may or may not hear about this, uh, but Logan Paul definitely made a public statement on stage this morning to the effect that he was coming out of the Flat Earth Closet. And that is, uh, anyway, like I said, that's pretty pretty irresponsible. So I learned that. Uh, now let's get into some of the things I learned about Flat Earthers because I learned quite a bit. I mentioned already that the religious fundamentalism plays a much larger role than I had earlier imagined. Uh, the Bible is treated as literal truth by these people. Um, and it was interesting. There were so many interesting little facts and, and tidbits that I got along the way. I was taking a bunch of notes. And um, one of them was that people who are fundamentalist believers who find themselves maybe exiled or, or sort of, you know, segregated in some fashion – uh, but from other believers, like there was a guy I was talking to who said that his beliefs were a little extreme and were not accepted by the community that he was in and the church he was going to, and he felt a bit ostracized from that group. But in finding the Flat Earthers, everybody was wide open and very accepting to his alternative Christian, quote-unquote, beliefs. Uh, so he dived right into this whole thing and was a very ardent believer now in Flat Earth and and the religion, the religious ideas behind it. So I found that very interesting because apparently this is a community that people can become involved in where they will gain acceptance where before they have not just on the religion angle, not even on the point of flat earth. He didn't believe flat earth. That's not what caused him to be ostracized before. But by coming into this community, there's a wide, disparate number of denominations represented in the Flat Earth community. But they all go for religious fundamentalism, uh, or a bunch of them go for religious fundamentalism and literal biblical truth. You have to acknowledge that the Bible is a source of information and truth on the same level as a science textbook or visual experimentation or whatever other standard you have for you know, this is my, my standard of proof or evidence, the Bible has to be right up there. Uh, you can't be rejecting the scriptures if you're going to go for this, uh, this flat earth stuff. Um, the other thing that I learned, and, the, and this kind of hit me as I was watching them do experiments, <laughs> I, I use that term very loosely for what these people are doing. But they, they to their credit, I, I should say to their credit, Almost every speaker who went on stage said, don't believe me just because I'm telling you this. Believe your eyes, go out, do your own research, do your own experiments. Now, those are good things to be saying. There is nothing wrong with saying those things. The problem is that their standard of what an experiment is, how it's conducted, how it's peer-reviewed, these are the problems. These are people who are not science literate. They don't put together good experiments. And when they do an experiment, they do not accept all possible information as explanatory for what explains or what what you know deciphers the results of their experiments that's where the denialism comes in 
So what you have is you have a bunch of people who are really bad scientists. They think they're patting themselves on the back for how good they are because they're going out and being skeptical, critical thinkers, and they're doing the, the research themselves, and, you know, that's all fine. <laughs> but when you do research like that, you've got to be wide open for any kind of result, and then you have to be wide open for what's going to explain the phenomena that I have observed. And if you're going in thinking, the earth is flat, the earth is flat, the earth is flat, and these are the results that I got in this experiment, and therefore these results have to show that the earth is flat, then that's your bias. That's what you're going to go in there, and everything's going to be slanted to that preconceived conclusion. And that is how these people conduct their experiments. So it was laughably bad. I'll give you an example of probably one of the worst experiments, quote-unquote, that I saw. There was a guy who went up in a hot air balloon, and his assertion was that if you go off the ground, the earth is supposed to be spinning, you go up in a balloon, you come down in that balloon, and you land in roughly the same place where you started. Well, if the earth is spinning at 1,000 miles an hour, shouldn't you be landing in some other completely different location, depending on how long you're up in the air? You should be miles and miles and miles off. You know, if you're up for an hour, you should be a 1,000 miles off, right? That's the thinking here. There's no concept or, or acceptance of atmospheric influence, inertia. These, these are things they cannot think with. So they just say they don't exist. There is no such thing. Gravity doesn't exist because I, you know, I don't understand it. It can't be real because it doesn't align with the flat Earth, so therefore it doesn't exist. Inertia, atmospheric pressure, these things cannot be influencers in my experiment because I say they don't exist because flat Earth. That's what I'm talking about. You, you just That's not honest. It's intellectually dishonest. And it is really, really bad critical thinking and extremely bad science. So that's what I mean when I say these guys are really bad scientists. Now, the other thing that goes on here, and this is really important to how they go about propagating this, and we'll, we're going to come back around to this. They take advantage of other people's scientific illiteracy in order to propagate the flat earth message. This is, this is their method. This is how they do it. They ask a person who's not a flat earther a question that would require you to know things like how fast around does the earth go? What is pressure? What is inertia? What is gravity? How do these things work? What are the constants? What are the, what are the principles of this stuff? Right? I think if I were to go out on the street and ask average Joe, Bill, Sue, or Sally what electromagnetism is, how it's created, what its effects are, what is gravity, how does it work, how do we know it works, what are the predictive models for gravity, if you were to ask your average Joe or Bill about these, they're not going to really know. They don't understand these principles. They understand that this is how the world works. They learned this stuff when they were in school. But who remembers every single day of their education? No one does. You go to school, 6th grade science, 7th grade science, 8th, ninth, 10th, etc. You're taking a lot of science classes. 
The principles are explained to you when you're a kid. The information goes into your brain. You go, yeah, that makes sense. You understand the principles. You're tested on these principles. But you don't use them in your day-to-day life and existence. These are not things you need to know on a regular basis unless you go into a STEM job or field. So we forget these things. They're not readily accessible to us. It's easy to learn. It's easy to relearn it. It's easy to remind yourself about it. You just, you know, you've got endless numbers of sources of information to do so. But as we walk around on the street and in our day-to-day life, this isn't stuff we have on the tip of our fingers uh, or in the tip of our memories. So when a flat earther comes around and challenges a person on these principles, the person goes, oh, gee, well, I'm not sure why I think that, but this is what I, you know, the earth is round and there's gravity and this is, you know, kind of center mass and and density. and, And when you have a very large object, it attracts other objects to it. We're not necessarily sure how that works, but we know from empirical evidence that that is what's happening. So people can't really explain these principles easily, and they get confused when they're challenged on them. You put somebody on the spot over things like this, and they go, oh, man, wow. And then you go, you don't actually understand your own beliefs, and they call it a belief. They don't call it a piece of knowledge or something that is, you know, something you know that's certain, uh, they call it a belief. Oh, gravity, that's just a theory. (laughs) It's an unproven theory. I love this stuff, right? They misuse the terminology all over the place, and they enter in these seeds of doubt over things that people are just not, you know, like I said, they don't have it readily at their fingertips. Then they, so they'll ask a question that throws a person off, confuses them, and then they say, well, you don't really understand that principle because that principle isn't understandable because it's not true. And actually, here's what's really going on. And then they present you with this nonsense that doesn't stand up to any scientific scrutiny that is easily debunkable with science. But the common layman doesn't know that because of their scientific illiteracy, and they're thrown off And they think, oh, well, maybe there is some validity to that. And if they don't hit that on the first question, then they get hit with another question and another one and another one and another one. Every one of these questions are designed to throw the person off and get them doubting their own knowledge and certainty that they learned when they were growing up in school. So that they can then... With the, when, once the person's all stirred up and in doubt about all these things that they thought they knew, but now suddenly they're in question about, they get piled on with all this new information about flat earth, and this is how things must be. And this, it's, it's kind of this massive, I, I believe it's appeal to ignorance, <laughs> uh, and a lot of appeal to authority, Uh, But the authorities are all off. Like I mentioned, the Bible is an authority for these people. So there's all these scriptural quotes that they can take and and show that this is God's plan and this is how things are. And it just goes kind of on and on with that. And this is, uh, I mean, I've sat and watched their seminars on how to do flat earth activism. That What I'm describing to you is basically what they tell their people to go do. 
they don't put it in these terms that I'm telling you, but this is the this is the actions that you're expected to do as a flat earther in order to convince other people to become flat earthers. Um, and it kind of got me to realize just what a huge, huge problem science or scientific illiteracy is. It, it, it could almost be, I mean, because this idea of the flat earth thing is a spreading, growing idea. I don't think it's growing or spreading at the rate that they think it is. These, these people are like Scientologists that way. They're, they're all about the echo chamber and about telling themselves how they're growing faster and better than ever before. And pretty soon, you know, everybody is their target and everybody's going to become a flat earther. It was very culty. It was straight out of like what I used to hear at Scientology events. That's how flat earthers talk to each other. So, and it and it is true that they are growing. So there is a bit of an outbreak here of scientific illiteracy that these people are preying on. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, the, I, I'm only I'm only sort of joking when I say the CDC should get involved in this. Because this could be classified as a kind of virus. It's a, it's a societal one, okay? It's, not a, it's obviously not a, a biological disease. But its effects are actually even more damaging and just potentially destructive, you know, than many viruses that are out there. Uh, okay, so we need to, you know, we need to really work to prevent future outbreaks of this. Uh, because, like I said, the hooks that they use to get in on this are ignorance of knowledge and how science works. And also, this is another point here, and this is one I'm still puzzling over and I'm going to work out as I do some research this week, hopefully come up with some answers. If not this week, then soon. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking a few days of research will get me the information I need to put something together on this. But um, there is a corruption of critical thinking that's going on in this flat earth community. They use the principles of critical thinking. They cite critical thinkers and philosophers in the past, uh, Socrates, Spencer, New I mean, you know, the, these these people who uh, you know, propagated and pushed for people to use scientific reasoning and thinking. Uh, they they quote those people but then they proceed to not apply those principles to what they're thinking of. And I don't say this because I have a disagreement with them. I, I say this because of the denialism. Critical, good critical thinking involves taking all of the information available, all of the phenomena that are observed, and figuring out through a scientific method how are these phenomena explained with the information that we have? And you cannot think that you are a good critical thinker if you're just taking half of that information and throwing it into a trash can and arbitrarily saying, that information is no good to me because of the source where it comes from or because it is from a, uh, you know, these, these, uh, these conspiracy ideas, right? NASA, anything that comes from NASA must not be real. It just simply is dismissed out of hand. That is horrible critical thinking. The proofs that they use to, to show that NASA's photographs and film and video are all false 
are laughably bad critical thinking. Uh, again, the explanations for what they're seeing in the videos or in the photos are all right there. But to their way of thinking, those reasons are that, that something is, is truly the way that it's being presented or shown, they, they, they use those reasons to, as proof that those things are wrong. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of hard to get your wits around. It's hard to even explain because it's so crazy. Um, it's such irrational thinking is what I mean by that. I don't mean crazy as in like mentally imbalanced or insane. I just mean it's irrational. Uh, okay. And, of course, there is an overabundance of religious fundamentalism going on in this group. And that's not to be discounted. That is a really, really key element to the flat earth community, apparently. As again, this is something I've, I've just learned over the last couple of days. I knew it was part of the picture. I didn't know it was most of the picture. Um, so, you know, when you have people who, whose mindset from a young age has been, the Bible says it and that's the end of the discussion, you're not dealing with a critical thinker. You are not dealing with somebody who is even thinking at all. There, that is a thought-stopping cliche. That 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 kind of uh, reasoning is 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 it shuts down reasoning. It shuts down all thinking. That's where these guys are at, and it's pretty sad. It's actually kind of pathetic. Somebody asked me while I was there about why it is that I feel this would be destructive to believe this. Like, why why not just live and let live? Why not? Why do flat earthers, why do we have to push back on this? Why do we need to fight back against it? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because it wasn't just a bunch of irrational adults that were attending this conference. I saw, I did not do a head count, but it was at least eight or nine children there under the age of 12. They were all young kids. And they were sitting there with their flat earth shirts on and their flat earth memorabilia in the same seminars and workshops that I was sitting in, intaking all of this information, their parents sitting right next to them as they were being indoctrinated in flat out false information. Information that is going to create a worldview in their little heads that is going to prevent them from succeeding in life, from understanding life, from being able to grasp what's going on around them. They are being indoctrinated into a delusional point of view of the world. And this is where I have a real problem with religious fundamentalism and with this whole flat earth thing and, and, and anything connected with this. Children are not of an age to have developed judgment. Not really, and certainly not good critical thinking judgment. When you're indoctrinating a five or a six-year-old that the earth is flat and that's how it is because God says so, you are preventing that child from coming to his own conclusions about things, and you're preventing him from actually understanding the world around him. Because, of course, this, you know, we already know through science that, these, that the world is not flat. And so you're setting this kid up for a complete failure in life. Or he comes around later and he does get the true information 
and he realizes it's this, that he's been raised with a cultic belief of nonsense, like I and many others did, coming out of Scientology and other cults. And that creates a, a problem with their family, and it creates a, a psychological problem for them, an emotional problem for them, because how are they supposed to relate to all the people they were raised with who are all in on these crazy beliefs? And they now have this problem because of that, right? So this is, this is, uh, this is very problematic. And I have already gone over as well how when you are feeding people lies— lie after lie after lie, you're, you're, you're creating in them a delusional worldview which will prevent them from being able to make rational decisions. This is, this is just critical thinking 101 here. So, um, so I feel that this really needs to be pushed back on. Science is not something to deny and science denialism is is going to lead us if 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 we raised an entire generation of children who actually believed that the earth was flat uh, you know what would it how would that generation carry on creating the gps tracking systems the endless amounts of technology that we rely on to live in with the with the way of life and the comfort of life that, that we've come accustomed to through the technology we've developed. All of that would fade away because these people would be incapable of continuing to develop that technology or even create that technology because they would the very principles the technology is built on are things they deny are real. So how do you how do you do that? You know, not to mention the other half of this ugly picture is you are setting up in these children paranoia, delusional levels of paranoia about government agencies, NASA, the aeronautics and space industry, uh, not just NASA, but I'm talking about the entire thing, even airplanes and balloons and all of it, anything that goes up in the air, satellites, all this stuff, right? All of it's false. All of it's fake. None of it's real. <laughs> well, if that's what you think, good luck getting your cell phone, <laughs> understanding how that works, you know? As in just one example, satellite television. How's that supposed to work, right? I mean, all of this stuff just goes away if people think that it's not that the principles it's based on are all fake and not real. So... You know, we're actually talking about a movement that is intentionally destructive of our entire civilization and promotes and seeks as a goal to drive us back into the dark ages. That's where, that's where these people's heads are at. And they think that it's end of times, that all of this is brought about by Lucifer or Satan, and that all of this whole flat earth thing, the whole glo globular earth, all of the, everything behind it is a plot by Satan to destroy God's special creation in our minds and send all of us to hell because we're not true believers in God. That's where they're, that's where they're at. 
You know, you can get into all the specifics of the New World Order and the Trilateral Commission and 9-11 truthers and the, 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 the towers coming down because it was the Zionists and all the other nonsense. You can, you can screw around with all that for days and days with these people and get nowhere because the fundamental belief under, underlying it is that the, the real battle is between God and Satan and we're in between, and if you're on the side of a globular earth or science or anything that, that reflects reality, you're one of the legions of Satan. And you've fallen under his spell, and you are the one who is deluded, and you are the one who is damned to hell. And the more people you, as an enemy and as a legion of Satan, the more people you convince about your science and your nonsense, the more people are being taken away from God's greater glory. So that's in the end, that's kind of really what it comes down to. I heard enough people say that enough times <laughs> over the last two days. The only thing I heard more <laughs> that I got sick of faster was uh, water is flat. Water is level. Water is level. Level. It's level. It's always level. <laughs> like this was supposed to mean something, you know. So that's kind of what I learned in all of this. I've got more things, like I said, to look into with all of this. But I thought you guys might kind of enjoy me downloading uh, uh, you don't usually see me this out of sorts, and I and I, I think I'm I think I'm being pretty good here. But um, you know, I, I like I said after taking I sort of took one for the team here to do this, and uh, and I hope that this sheds a little bit of light on why these people are the way they are, and why it is that it actually matters that you and I do push back against it. We should not allow ignorance of this magnitude to just fester and grow because there are always unintended consequences and intended consequences of this that are destructive to ourselves and to our future generations. So I'm making it a big deal because that's how I see it. And of course, uh, you know, I'm pretty pro-science. I'm pretty pro-critical thinking. I am not suffering from the delusion that science has all the answers. I am not suffering from the delusion that the world is a great place, that everybody in government are wonderful people, that there are no conspiracies. I've, I do not say that. I've never actually said that. I've said that the international Illuminati-type conspiracies are the ones that I go, come on, guys, knock it off with that crap. You know, 12 men running the world, this kind of nonsense. I, You know, come on, just, just knock it off. But, you know, are there conspiracies? Of course there are conspiracies. Have we uncovered them? Of course we've uncovered them. Will we continue to? Absolutely. There are bad people out there. They do work together to make bad things happen. But this, this simplistic worldview drives the flat earth philosophy or view. And these are people who are not able to think in complex thoughts. Like I mentioned, the difference between two-dimensional thinking and three-dimensional thinking. That's the difference between simplistic thinking and complex thinking. And when you cannot imagine or grant that there are a multiplicity of factors that create world events, when you have to limit your scope of thinking to 12 international bankers who run the world, 
or the Illuminati has been secretly plotting with the Masons, you know, through time and space with all these uh, rich people to, you know, to undo everything because they're all doing Lucifer's work. When that's your simplistic narrative of the world, you are, you know, you're living in a delusion. And uh, that's a delusion we really can't afford to allow to propagate in our modern world. We, there's too much at stake. The, 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 we have too much influence now. We're too interconnected to allow each other to suffer from delusions of this magnitude. So that's why I am a little activist about the whole thing. So anyway, thanks very much for coming around and listening to me go on and on about all of this. Uh, like I said, I'll give this a lot more thought and research so that I can talk more intelligently about some of the drivers behind the motivations to think this way and the conspiracy theory aspects of this because I've, I've learned a little bit about some of this uh, over the last week. And it was really fascinating stuff, trying to figure out why do people you know, fall into these conspiratorial beliefs and ultimately into a flat earth belief. Um, so I'm going to be, like I said, doing more on that, and you'll see more content on that in the future on this channel. If you enjoy what I'm doing and you think it's entertaining, informative, and educational, please consider supporting my channel through Patreon. It is what keeps the lights on here and keeps me going and is, is what keeps me able to spend time doing that kind of experience so that I can share it with you guys. Um, all right, guys. Leave any questions, comments, or feedback in the comments section below here on YouTube or at sensiblyspeaking.com. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.